Sup, fool. This is the Sore Losers BMX Podcast. My name is Justin Kobley out here on Long Island, New York, and I'm here with my buddy Austin Mazer reporting from Mallorca, Spain. Today we're going to catch up with our friend Denny Pascasio. So what's up, guys? Glad to uh, be here with you guys. I was, uh, as as usual, I was nervous whether uh, we would all end up in the same virtual time zone from our various locations across the earth. Mm -hmm. But here we are. So thank you guys for being here. We're doing it. We're here. Fucking here, dude. So we got Denny here today, and he's one of my favorite humans. Uh, I just wanted to start off with a little... uh, update on the hvx gang that we've been uh we've been building so how's that been going on your end austin been good i mean i'm still waiting on a few little replacement parts that still like three weeks being shipped but it's just like the rubber eyepiece for the viewfinder and uh the adapter ring for the fisheye gotcha. but other than that it's been fun to Jeff Bezos is uh is not on his game in Mallorca. No. 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 Bastard. But we'll see. Hopefully this week. Yeah, so we both got our uh our camera setups now. Uh mine is mine's fully running. I got my P two cards, I got the fisheye adapter, and with the Century Mark II fifty eight millimeter screw mount, it's perfect for four third HD. Like I literally just Threw the fish eye on with the adapter, dropped it into like a four third timeline, and the vignetting is perfect. It's just like, to me, it's like HD VX with minimal yeah. effort. So, I'm hyped on the uh, the new camera setup with all its flaws. Yeah, it's just a li- little bit of a learning curve, just dealing with the P2 cards, just trying to figure out, you know, how to import and all that shit. But like with like I said, like with Final Cut Pro. It's like you go to import and everything's right there already kind of synced together. So yeah. you don't have to do all like the weird copying the content folder and that whole bullshit. So yeah, it sounds like your but setup's yeah, a little more convenient with the P2 cards, yeah. which is like the main downside yeah. of those cameras. But I'm just going to treat it like an internal hard drive on the camera and just never take it out and never like really think about yeah, it too I much. Just, and... Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing it. It's been uh, so far so good. So far, I like so how you good. guys. Uh, I don't know none of the math when it comes <laughs> to like the fucking cameras, but like the enthusiasm watching your faces, like I felt like with the math and science of those numbers and letters together, it felt like I was watching like dudes talking about like their weaponry, like yeah, you know, I got a C four three pop rifle range now. I went in there and just dropped in a new uh, a, a, a bullet chamber catcher. And I'm telling you, man, the 4K drive one is shooting on another level. That's ridiculous. And I, I, that's what I like. I was like, yo, he's in his bag right now. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Unfortunately, there are some similarities between those uh, those cultures with cameras and the gun craze idiots. But <laughs> Yo, but the 4K VX shit sounds hard. Like, that, that sounds like such a like it sounds like a beauty to see because it's like you i want that orbish feel of the bx yeah. but like that shit crystallized would be like what the yeah. fuck i don't know there's just like a swing that i feel like motherfuckers have with the vx that like i don't know your camera's so nice when you get that new one you're not gonna have that same swing because that bitch is like four grand like 
there's something right, about the right. VX. It has like this raw, yeah. like people were just so much rawer with it. Like, I'm not putting a red camera in your head tube. Like, yeah, I'm standing no, yeah, so yeah. far back, you know. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. How in my dumb thinking, I, I can't film for shit. Like, my shit is seizures. Like, that's everything I filmed. That's anything that's like BMX. Like, don't hand me your phone. I, I'm gonna cut. Like, you're getting decapitated. You're gonna have a seizure, and I'm missing half the clip because you're gonna be on the far left of the screen, and you're gonna hear me do that breath at the end. Like you ever, you ever hear people hold, like that hold their yeah. breath, and at the end they're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. that probably wasn't yes. very nice to the ear, but so, yeah, that's what I'll do. Got your clip at the end of the quarter, coping. <sighs> no yeah. That, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. About that. I didn't mean to take that somewhere else, my bad. But yeah, nah, dude, that's perfect. <laughs> that's funny because like you've spent a lot of years filming projects and stuff. Like especially like Jeff Dupaul was the guy behind the camera, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that that same thing. I think he used a uh, a Panasonic DVX, which is like the older brother to the cameras that we're using now. Which his is yeah. like the tape version of those cameras that's only standard def, mm-hmm. and then we're using the. Yeah. Uh, barely hd 720p version but it doesn't record strictly to tapes it records to memory cards so you don't have to yeah. deal with all the capturing bullshit and like heads wearing out and tapes glitching and like it, it's a headache with i've been over it for a while and austin was trying to find some kind of workaround but i convinced him to just go yeah. the uh the hvx route yeah Cause I, I get it. You want to keep like that crisp VCR level value of like awesome. Like it's just like I said, that swing. But yeah. the convenience of a fucking chip and then everything's exactly. like just so awesome. It's like that. Yeah, like I because tapes getting lost, tapes getting fucked up. Like that shit is pain, dude. Like I can't even imagine how many, I, I'm just going on a tangent. But like so many projects or how many clips like lost, just lost, lost on tapes, being, just lost on tapes. That's it. So. It's like damn, like I want to. We want to hold on so much, but it's like we gotta, we gotta get with it. Get the 4K yeah. fucking DXs with the four five bullet chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, our buddy uh, Justin Crofton, he actually he left like a box of tapes on the tailgate of his truck and just drove away with that shit just sitting there, and all the tapes oh. flew off. And I think by the time he realized, they had been like run over by other cars behind him and he just lost you know like weeks of of uncaptured footage just gone for i think it was for the first dns video i believe was the situation yeah and you know every like dns when they were filming for that like the hunger the the fucking body like the you put your all into it so it's like when you lose those shits it's like you're losing mini spirits. It's like every day you went out to get a clip, it was like you gained yep, a spirit. Yep. And like it got captured in this little strip of time. And when you hear something like that, you're like, oh my God, that's we need a funeral for that shit. Like you can't even talk about it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It becomes like yeah. thing that no one talks about. Especially the next day the filmer guy comes with his bag. Oh it's like having to tell everyone, like, yeah, so listen, a car ran over all the tapes. <laughs> oh my- I got yeah, to call the cops on you, dude. You got to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to have to call the cops, dude. I, I put my all in that. Like, <laughs> like that's pain, man. And you oh, know those dude. had the best yeah, clips dude. on them, too. Like, 
those were like everybody filmed For their sure, ender yeah. on those tapes. Everybody filmed their favorite clip, oh, and like God, yeah. they're just never going to exist in any in any form. They're just gone. And th- and to regain the motivation afterwards to like, I don't even know where to go from here. You know, you, it, you so many things built. You like it's like with each clip, it's like a story of its own. You may have had like yeah. the best day ever or the shittiest day ever, and like it right. made your day better or like it was something that was on your mind for so long and then it's just gone like yeah. and then you go back to that spot and it's like it's you're not even doing it for the same uh-huh. reason anymore you're just like this is a, a shit redemption yeah i want this shit redemption <laughs> like you know what i mean it's like fuck i already took this shit i don't need a wipe again <laughs> Dude, yeah like i had a first-hand experience in in bcn with fucking panza he did a like I filmed him do a 180 whip down Makba. And at the time I had my old 2100 and luckily Fred was there filming on his Android phone. And, you know, we film it, you know, go back to like, you know, later on to capture the clip and stuff. And it's just not there. Like it never recorded. Fucking 180 whip down Makba never recorded. Wow. I mean, luckily Fred had a phone angle, but then we tried to go back the next day and film it with a different camera. And he was just like, just running up, running up. And like, dude, I can't, I already like, it was like, it was just, he was like looking at it, like really wanted to, but like, no, there's no way. I, it's, I, it's, it's just over. not in me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, it's, fuck, like, of course, like my camera, like, yeah, I just felt bad after that. I was like, I don't know about using these VXs anymore. <laughs> oh, dude. I would like that's like literally graduating, starting your first day of work, and then the second day of work, they're like, yo, you gotta go to kindergarten again. You're like, what? You gotta do everything yeah. over again, dude. Yeah, like yeah. we yeah. lost straight everything. to square like, one. Yeah. Whatever size you are, with your beard, everything, you have to live your life in school awkwardly <laughs> now and be in kindergarten. Back in diapers. <laughs> yeah. Back Nap in diapers. Time. You have to shit yourself. You have to shit oh, your pants. Dude, yeah. So- Mandatory mandatory you have to you can't even also you can't even like oh it's like you can't even fight nobody you can't do anything about it you just yeah, everyone has yeah. to eat it it's a dinner of shit everyone has to eat it's like you just have to accept these <laughs> sorry justin i've probably dropped doo-doo references like 80 times already <laughs> in like four minutes my bad nah dude i love it i love it over here man but yeah dude damn so I I don't want to stay on it too too long, but like what happened in the end? Like we just like in the end we just fucking we made the video and used the fucking like the cropped i uh, Android angle of the of that one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. It, it, it was there. I mean, it was it was at least captured in some form of uh, media, you know. So exactly, it's visual. But right? yeah, it it was rough. Yeah, I remember that oh, clip man. in the video, like just did not fit the other footage at all. Like I'm sure yeah. like most normal people who aren't like, like all into cameras and then yeah. but when I saw it I was like what, what the fuck was that? Like it was a crazy <laughs> clip. It was but so it, clearly like, a phone clip. <laughs> yeah, it was obviously and not even like a like a crispy iPhone clip. It was like crusty like what year was that? Like twenty sixteen maybe? I mean that was it's like it a twenty sixteen iPhone phone, whatever, or no, Android. Whatever yeah. no, it wasn't even yeah, it was an Android, yeah. So Yeah, you yeah, know, it was obviously a rough. the the quality it was VX quality regardless throughout the video, but then Fred's Android phone just looked even worse. So like imagine. Like pixelated, like I think that's a 180 whip. 
Yo. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. <laughs> that looking back and not seeing the clip feeling is like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember, like, back at the Airbnb, like, fucking just trying to find it. Like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I, I filmed it. I hit record. Like, there's got to be here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, sure enough. I think that's, man, you know, I trying, mean... trying, trying to explain to Pans, like, listen, it's it's not on the camera. I really what think that's. <laughs> I think that's why a lot of people just never want to become a filmer. Like, they don't want the responsibility. Like I, I yeah. totally get that. Like sometimes I think about how much, uh, how much easier it would be to just show up but, with like an empty yeah, backpack with like a water bottle and yeah, yeah. just cruise, just chill. Yeah, I, I, th I think about that all the time. Like, man, I wait. Like, it's gotta be so nice to not film. Yeah. <laughs> so just like not want to film and not have any desire to like have a camera. It's like, man, that's gotta be the fucking best feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your art is a curse. <laughs> yeah. I must film. You just go out. Yep. Right. Go out. No backpack. Chilling. You know how you don't no, You know if someone else is going to have a camera, so you don't have to worry about anything. But yeah, my Nothing problem is like Nothing. when I see really good riding go down, I'm like bummed if I don't have a camera. Exactly. Yeah. Like I want to be able to capture it. That's so it's, it really is like like a curse. Like I'm just can't go out without a camera but, but then i'm trapped carrying this this huge bag loaded with lenses and glass <laughs> and fragile vintage technology that's has some value that i gotta worry about the shit disappearing like it's just yeah it's so much pressure yeah so and, and that's not even the actual filming that's just carrying the stuff that's just just transportation we haven't even got to the actual filming part yeah <laughs> And not one bag is fucking light. <laughs> no, no. Not one no. bag. It's like you guys are putting all of Ikea on your back and it's just pedaling <laughs> to a ledge. Yeah. Like, it's just the heaviest shit. And then you guys ride, too, which yeah. is like, it's sick. It's like and you want to bring a skateboard, too. Needs... Yeah, yes, you guys have the... That's the why when DuPaul too. used to come around, I'm like, dude... Like, I always used to say, man, I need, I need some more... That's why when I get any DuPaul clip, if DuPaul ever gets a clip or someone films him or something, it's like gold because it's like... Back in the day, I used to always be like, yo, come on. Like, Jeff would ride, obviously, but we wouldn't film it. Like, I'm not filming it. I'm not holding the camera. The camera guy is riding, so no one's going to do it. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, but he's not going to, it didn't happen, I guess. Like, no <laughs> one's going to capture it happening. But, like, <laughs> but when you see Jeff clips, they fucking rule and they hit, and it's like, yeah. he, he just needed a chance to get away from the bag. But, you know right, what I mean? Right. But he also, it's the same thing where it's like, Yo, my dude is about to jump over the whole planet. I have to film this. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's a gift and a curse. But it's like you yeah. guys are the ones that make us do that shit. Like, don't make us, but you put the battery in our back because our homies are chill. I don't think I've ever met one filmer that made me feel, like, fucked up, like, with pressure. Like, you better fucking get this. Like, <laughs> there's never been that guy. Like, I, I, I would like to meet him, actually, at this point and see what that's like. You know what I mean? But that's what it's like so that's why it's like you guys carrying it you guys are like that whole the whole uh health kit for the military right, for us, right? right. like yeah. you guys are like yeah we're here we're here oh you're down or you're about to be down to do something here we go let's put you yeah. out man let's get it you know so someone's got to do it it's the it's the curse and the burden but it's a gift yeah. that fucking keeps on giving yeah i think the only filmers that like 
put any pressure on riders are ones that like haven't ever gotten clips themselves really like filmers who aren't also getting filmed and working on their own projects i, I think they don't understand mm -hmm. like how hard it is right. to like have somebody point a camera at you and you try the hardest thing you can think about in the sun <laughs> on a crowded yeah. street for hours and like it sucks but like i've i've had like definitely not like major filmer pressure but i feel like uh mm -hmm. not not to throw our buddy under the bus but uh zach marin I feel like he's gone out to like, we've, he's our buddy, like a local kid that we grew up riding with. Like he lives like, or he used to live like a mile down the road from me, but I feel like okay. we've gone to spots to film and he was like, all right, dude, just, just do it. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to. He's like, what do you mean? We're here. Like, just do it. Like, <laughs> like he would just be like, what, what, what's the problem? Like, didn't you come here to do this trick? Like you got to do the trick now. Like maybe I don't want to. Well, yeah. it's up to me it's not up to you like you can't get butthurt about me not wanting to send myself down this fucking 10 state like whatever it is like and he yeah. just he would kind of give you dude he would even like if you were like filming a line or something and it was taking like a little too long he'd be like right. oh, can you just <laughs> land it like he wouldn't be like mad but he would just be like this is taking too yeah. long dude like no. can you just <laughs> can we just, I want to go home. Like he was not the most supportive filmer. Yeah. That's the more that drains morale. Yeah. 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 It's the least, it's the last thing you want to hear as the rider trying to get the clip, like does not I help you. I want to cry. I don't want to put pegs on anything. I want to cry, dude. You're supposed to be my friend, man. Like what the fuck is happening now? We have to have a weird car ride and yeah. you're pissed off the camera away yeah. and I'm putting my bike in your car and you're like, Let's go to Taco Bell, dude. Fuck it, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sums that's it up pretty perfectly. Yeah, yeah, but it, it built you to, to see what you not to be, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you guys, like yeah. I said, are the heroes you are now. Yeah, he ended up becoming more of the photographer. Yeah, photography. Like, I feel like that was kind of more of his. It took he, realizing how shitty being a filmer is to get to his love for photography. Yeah, so it worked <laughs> out. It. Like, yeah. oh, I, I just chill here, and yeah. And it filtered out. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, yeah. this is, like, everything's still and does what I, okay, cool. Cool. Right. Right. So, yeah. It makes sense, dude, but yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. Denny, uh, you grew up in uh, Ridge, New York, right? So, out east on Long Island. What has been, like, yeah. your... Panamoca. Over by Panamoca, yeah. So, how yeah. did you end yeah. up in California now, and, like... Did you live in Connecticut? Because the, the TJD crew was, was out of Connecticut, right? Like, Jeff DuPaul yeah. was a CT guy. And he, yeah. I guess he was kind of from, like, Stevie Churchill's area. Like, in the early days of uh, Stevie's riding, he was, like, Stevie's good friend and filmer. And, like, so how did that, how'd you end up linking up with those guys? And then how'd you end up in California now? Like, I feel like that, like... Out of nowhere, I was like, "Oh, Denny's yeah, Denny's yeah. in L.A. now." Sick. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I didn't know. Like, what? When did that happen? It just like popped up. Like it just like fucking happened. Like it just. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I guess how I'll start with the TJD stuff. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to get to. Um, originally, I we're gonna take it back to like 2006. So Let's MySpace days, we're all everyone's online kicking it. MySpace comment on my default was good. Friend request me, bitch. Like you know what it is. Shoelace so belts, girl pants, headbands. Yeah, 
fully full Nike dunks, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bikes, every kind of color of the rainbow, drilling shit out, like just what seat posts, space, no con cables. No no, seat exactly, posts. exactly. Yeah. Zero seat posts, Grim Reapers everywhere, foot jam whips, foot jam whips, foot jam whips. <laughs> like you already know what it is. Okay. You already it. know what's happening. So at some point I ended up seeing, I don't know even ha- know how this happened because MySpace didn't have no explore page, not like that. You just literally met people or just saw someone commented something. So under, I don't know whose page I saw, but <clears throat> Mike Mastroni had commented under someone's page and he was foofanooing the sub box at Greenport. Like, I don't know if you remember Greenport way, way, way back in the day on the side where there's the vert ramp and the micro there's that yeah. used to be a random quarter pipe, but they also had two sub boxes, like one low one and one high one. <clears throat> and Mike was spoofing the fucking high one. First of all, that alone was already fucked up. So I see the picture. I'm like, yo, who the fuck is this? Like clicking, like who is who is that? But everything he was riding was not to Long Island. It was just Greenport for a second, and then everything else was Connecticut. So obviously, this was my space days. Everyone was friends and shit, like. Or, Everyone's how they were. They were super friendly. So I was like, yo, what's good? Like, I see you're riding the Greenport, blah, blah, blah. Mike's like, oh, I only rode there like once or twice because I took the ferry from Orient. Boom, there. Random, just like a random thing. They saw this, you know, skateparks.com, fucking found it, boom, went there, whatever. So I was like, yo, next time you should like come out here and stay for a weekend with me and my friend Steve and like just shred. So he ended up coming out here for a weekend. That weekend led to a weekend later on. We went to Connecticut. And then from there, I used to go to Connecticut just to hang out with Mike Mastroni and Corey Godfrey. It was me and my friend Steve. And originally, we used to hang out over in the Winstead area. And then from there, there was a jam. And I met Jeff DuPaul at the jam. <clears throat> from the jam, we ended up coming up with this trip. And Jeff used to have a thing before TJD, before four kegs, uh, and all that shit. Because that's actually Jeff Martin and them. And then they collect. You know what it is. They all yeah. came together. But there was rustic and it was kind of basically the same thing as shark attack or all that, but it was way, way before any of that. So Jeff was like, yo, let's have a rustic trip. We're just going to get in the Astro van. Jeff had this green Astro van. It was me, Corey, Mike, and him. And we just went on a trip all throughout the East. We went, we started in New Jersey. We rode, uh, I forget where the fuck we went. Woodbridge park. We rode. And then we made our way to Philly where we met this dude, Jesse, that did like design work for, he has this company called, um, the last people who did design work for a little devil. We ended up staying with hey, like just my spacing because we were hanging out with our film friend Jake. So we ended up taking that trip, going there with the Woodward, got kicked out. That's a whole different story. And from basically from that trip, I would come up because Michael Strony started doing like his like his own thing at some point. Like he started like, you know, he's self-filming and going on his solo missions. He was on his like his path. When he rode like, for Michael proper, right? Path. He was doing the cell phone videos. Like, yeah exactly the so, birth of the mishron over exactly legendary trick dude i fucking love those <laughs> i did a bunch of them back in the day too shamelessly yeah. I mean, who did it who didn't dude but they were honestly they were so fucking smooth dude. they were really like, good. Just, yeah and he did them down like big rails like he did them on like proper setups yeah. but like and by still himself, a questionable like, trick like, yeah yeah dude <laughs> just for the tripod yeah we used to i I don't even, whatever, I'm probably airing it out, but we used to laugh because Mike in all his clips, no matter what, it always looked so fucking warm out. But Mike was doing that shit when it was like nine degrees outside, Connecticut winter, riding these spots and would take a hoodie off and ride in a t-shirt. And he's like, yeah, I want to keep the aesthetic. 
So Mike's been on it. That's what I'm saying. Jeez. Mike was on a mission, dude. You couldn't stop wow. Mike. So he's been the, he's been the artist he's been. So when he was yeah. on that, I was like doing his own thing and chilling. I was with Jeff, and then with Jeff, I met everyone. It just that's it was I was spending. I would take the ferry, boom up. Spend, it was the ferry back then was like what twelve bucks. So it was like twenty four dollars. Jeff would meet me there. Boom, I stayed at his house, and Jeff's house was like the hub. So everyone just came through there. I, I couldn't even begin to explain how Jeff got to that stature. He just was Jeff. He just, like you said, the camera guy. He was here. He was he was hooking it up, you know. But um, so from there, that's how I ended up in Connecticut all the time. So people could like thought I lived in CT, but I didn't. Yeah. Um as far as coming out here goes, I got with my girlfriend, I think it was like two years ago now after covid or before, it was before covid Probably pre-covid then. and yeah yeah pre-covid and we were doing the back and forth thing like you know i come out here she come out there and like it was good it came down to what are we gonna do you could go out here and out here is out here out west is out west and it's out west there's the opportunity there's the no winter ever you can feel your face there's no winter ever it's out west <laughs> and then there was stay in new york and start completely fresh, but not completely fresh. You know what I mean? So it was like, yeah, I was over it. I, I, I expunged everything. I was where I, I was at home cooking paintings and everything. And I'm like, fuck it. Let's cook out West. So right before COVID, the lockdown hit, we did. Like, it was like, there was like, you couldn't get a flight out. I'm sorry. Am I like running all, all over the track right now? I feel like I'm running on the track. Am, am no, I good? No, you're good. good? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. good. Hell yeah. Okay. All right. I don't want to just like overpowering with talking, but May came and it was like, yo, we can't find flights to the left or to the right after May 15th. And my birthday was May 14th. So it was basically like I had two weeks to be like, listen, I'm either it's either here or there. And I was like, fuck it. We're going out there. So my girlfriend booked her flight, came out here, came out to New York. And we got in the car, packed it up, and right as they locked down New York and, like, they were making it where you couldn't go to Pennsylvania and, like, couldn't leave, right. just <laughs> skirted right on out right before they fully locked everything down. And it was fucking crazy. Like, it was an experience because I got to see the world when it was fully closed. Like, and gas was fucking, like, 88 cents in places and 98 cents, yeah. like... It was fucking nuts. The half mask, half off. Like, it just... I felt like I was driving through a portal of, like, a movie right. of intergalactic fuck yeah i don't know what was happening but then i got here and then it was crazy once i got to california we lived in los angeles and i was in los angeles all of 2020 but also the west coast is on no play time at the well at the time was no play they were on lockdown like as soon as we got here that's when this place locked down so there was no going out there was no you can go to the store it was you know we had to be there's curfews and shit so I didn't really get to go wild and see all the, like, Began and fucking Trevor and fucking Jesse. Like, I didn't even get to see all my homies from home out here because I was still, like, trying to keep it safe. And then by the time shit started opening up, we there's an opportunity where we moved to Palm Springs. And then we just ended up moving to Palm Springs. So I got to Palm Springs now in February. And, and it's funny, when I first moved out here, I was like, dude... I don't know who rides out here. Like, cause it's a, it was a desert. I was like, I don't know who, I don't know where I'm going to ride. Cause the Garbanza park was four minutes away from my house. And that's like the park that I, I, apparently everyone goes to. I didn't know. Cause I would go in the morning, but, uh, 
yeah, I ended up coming out here and I'm like, fuck, dude, like, I'm, where am I going to ride on? There's like, there's spots and shit everywhere, but it's, I don't know who's here. I look on my phone, like just bike shop and King's Ride Shop is like three minutes that way. There's a skate park six minutes that way. This spots literally transitions, just like the buildings are transitions over here. Like, yeah. so now I'm over here, the world's open a little bit and I just been working on my art and riding when I can now because it's 112. But uh, yeah, I feel like I was talking like a fucking machine gun. Sorry, nah, dude. That's why I wanted to hear all that. <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to think of so, uh, where to, where to start. But that's sick. That uh, the story of you getting out to California and like jumping in the car, like driving through like some Walking Dead shit. Like the roads are empty and like everyone's wearing a mask and nobody wants to come close to you. Like it's yeah. funny because Austin kind of did a similar thing getting out of Barcelona. Like you basically like got smuggled yeah. in like the back of a van, like hiding downs, like to, well, to get out of well, those, was, to get out of the city. Well, so it was the, it was the night before Spain was locking down and you had to like, you know, you couldn't travel. And at the time we were in Barcelona and stuff, but my girlfriend's parents are from here in Mallorca. So it was like kind of last minute, like, fuck it. Let's, we heard things were going to lock down. So like, fuck it, let's get a boat. We took a boat over here because we heard the shit was going to get locked down. We didn't know for how long. So night before, come here. And, uh, and yeah, and then everything locks down and we're in her parents' apartment. And then it's like, they have another house kind of like with, you know, grass, like you outdoor access type thing. So we're like, all right, we have to try and get there. But the thing is, Spain was fucking super strict. So it was like just driving. If you didn't have any sort of like reasoning, like I'm going to work, I'm going like you needed a reason to be outside. If not, then you were going to get like some fine or detained. I don't even know. So it was like you had to have a legitimate reason. So, you know, luckily we were able to kind of smuggle each one of us over to the other house, like 45 minutes away, you know, without any, any problems. And then we spent all quarantine there, but it was just like, I remember like being, you know, like I was in the, like I was in the backseat of the van and stuff, but just like kind of just sitting there chilling, like, yeah, I hope we don't have to try and talk our way in a, at any situation. But yeah, it was weird. Yeah. Shred and romance will get a boy <laughs> moving, dude. Fuck, man. That's yeah. a, that sounds like some sort of fucking like Jason Bourne movie shit. Like I picture yeah. in there that oh, ah, you in the back, just like I, I tell them, yeah. tell them we're okay, we're not sick. Like you know what I mean, dude. That's so I mean, fucking yeah. damn, dude. Because I I saw that you were there, like listening to the podcast. I didn't even realize that you had moved there. Like I just. Because everyone during 2020 was doing like they're showing clips and stuff, and like it, you didn't know. Yeah, what every, was going every, yeah, everything was all over the place. Yeah. So, yeah, so like um, I, I kind of was there. Basically, quarantine happened, and then we kind of just like COVID and all that, and we kind of just like, I mean, when we left to go to Mallorca, like the beginning, like before lockdown, like that was the last time we were even in that apartment for, you know, however long quarantine was and then we went back for a week to clear it out and then come back here 
So it was like leaving Barcelona was super abrupt. And it was kind of just like, fuck, maybe just chill here because it's cheaper and stuff and wait till we see how everything goes with COVID because, you know, things were bad in Barcelona. Things were a bit more chill here. So, like, it just made more sense to be here. Yeah. Holy but, fuck. Yeah. At least you had, like you said, the outdoors to walk around. Like, you, like, Dude, it, yeah, was I mean, like it was the same thing where when I was at home. It was like, if I, because I, I was almost going to wait it out. Like, I was going to be like, yo, I'm just going to wait till, like, July and then get over there. But once I heard, it, it was like, once the May thing came up, it was like, that was yeah. now or never. We didn't know how long anything was going to be. So it was like, everyone had to make a fucking life change. Exactly, yeah, yeah. At the literally split of a phone turning up open. Like, all right, today's the day. Click, yeah, okay, yeah. let's get it. Fuck, dude, that's sick, man. For real, yeah, because, like, I mean, it was like the day of we decided to get the boat to come here and even like a couple of days we're like oh yeah like not knowing the severity of what was going to happen like yeah maybe we just hang out here in our apartment in, in bcn but it was like thank god we, because if we stayed there it would have been a nightmare like you know it, at that place we just had like a, a balcony door was the only window in the whole apartment and it was just it was small one window, a small bout, like it would have been rough. This guy was so bored in his quarantine, he was learning how to juggle. He was asking me tips on yeah, juggling. Yeah. That's what it came to. He could he was he couldn't even do the the kandama anymore. He was like, I need something else. Like I'm I'm gonna get Dude, into I, juggling. Yeah. I got <laughs> that was his thing. He was sending me like daily videos, like his technique was getting better. I was giving him tips. It was a good time. I learned how to juggle, learned how to juggle, got fairly decent at kandama. Uh by the time I was actually able to go outside and ride my bike on shit around the house, I learned fakie manuals. Uh, I learned how to use Adobe Illustrator. You know, I was I was staying busy. Yeah, you stay busy. So just uh, a quick update. Anthony Quadros has just uh, jumped into the video chat because we're doing this over Discord. What's up, dude? Not going to be opening for me. <laughs> but dude, I just dude, got dude. out of work an hour early. <laughs> I forgot I got a five, not six. So I'm Hell playing. yeah. <laughs> Yo, if you can put headphones yeah, in, uh, the audio will be better. Because you sounded like a pile of shit there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, buddy. <laughs> you just got out of work, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That was Hell perfect, dude. Denny. <laughs> Probably people will hey, think man. that was him talking again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do, Quad Man? I'm good. I fucking just got out of work. About to go to the skate park. Hell yeah. Yo, yo, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, man. I you telling me the news about how Hunts is right now got me thoroughly bummed out. Like I didn't know the ramp was <laughs> yeah. turning into mini weeds like yeah. that. Dude, like, it's holy so bad. Shit. Mini wheats is probably the best description I've heard. Yeah, it's prop- <laughs> it's properly they shredded. Just, they're just yeah. crumbling like every day. <laughs> Damn, dude. Bubba, you're keeping it going, man. You're keeping it alive. You're not sound like shit. No, dude, you sound crisp. It's me. Yeah, yeah, you're good now. The headphones go a long way. Yeah. I think this is the uh, first okay, time cool. we've ever had okay, a yeah, guest driving a during the right podcast. Now, connection <laughs> for me is out. You already know. I got a headphone in while I'm driving. 100% safe. Hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> you don't need like to hear anything. Right <laughs> or you're in a spy mission right now. All right, so tell him that you need forty ounces of it. 
He's gonna give you the money, and we're gonna come right in, dude. We're gonna, we're gonna right. fucking get him right, right on top of the whole, meat. Whole, I got a whole half pound waiting for somebody <laughs> right now. It's just fully gone off the rails. I love it. I love it. I invited Quadros in. This is on me. I told yeah, him he could join. Awesome. I didn't know it was gonna be behind the wheel, but yeah, I, think I, I, I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to disrupt the uh, the podcast. So go for it. No, it's I'm, all I'm good. Here <laughs> <laughs> so, we yeah. were talking about uh, the 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 and traumas and, and the life changes of 2020 and how it's made both Austin and I make some like, my connections crazy... cutting out right now. So I probably <laughs> I'm like shit. I can't, I can't hear any of you guys. <laughs> I'm getting Lewis. I'm getting Lewis. You're getting right Lewis now. right now. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Yeah, dude. Good. Glad to hear your knees doing better, man. Okay, so Denny, uh, tell me more about moving to California. What was, what was the hardest part about the move? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, before we were. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been California. It's hot, man. It's fucking hot right now. It's. I don't know if you even heard. I, I wasn't sure if the AC was doing like a fucking buzzing sound in the background. So I turned it off. So I'm literally becoming a gutter dog Maybe. for your eyes and boiling. <laughs> but it's all for the audio, dude. It's all. I'm a sore loser for life and I'm here. Appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I got you. So yeah, Palm Springs seems like it's pretty dialed for riding. Like I know Odyssey has done some like team trips out there, and I'm sure like we've seen footage from there in other videos and just yeah. didn't recognize it. But that's like the desert, right? Like it's the desert, desert, like dunes, all of it. But it's beautiful. Like it's legitimately everywhere you turn is mountainous and fucking like beautiful. Like it's a hot that I guess from being like like heat trained and humidity of long island like yeah. this regular dry heat with a breeze feels like a perfect summer day at home you know what i mean so yeah. i can deal with this it doesn't feel bad at all like this over fucking aching numb death just blowing in my face you know what i'm saying like and i mean yeah the humidity is the killer you can't you can't even hold on to that's why i started yeah. riding with gloves Honestly, because the humidity in the summer, I was like, dude, I can't yeah. do anything. I'm hearing myself like, ah, 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 and I rip. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, I'm fucking hearing the SpongeBob rubber boot sound, and I'm falling off my bike. So, yeah, so this is, I can deal with this. It's And it's been awesome. Like, I, I can't explain it, dude. There's this level of niceness that is just here. Like, it's just, everyone is so polite and giving and it's fucking it's like at first i got like thought the purge was gonna happen because i was like just in the house all year like every seeing the internet everyone fuck it the president <laughs> fuck i'm putting my masters on like and now i come here and everyone's chilling and it's like it's a very prideful area so everyone came right. up to me and they're like oh how's it going guys welcome to the neighborhood and everything's just fucking cool and i'm just like wait this is fucking sick. Like, I went to even I went to King's Ride Shop. I met the new James that works there. I believe this, I, I think that's yeah. I don't want to fuck up his name, but he. It should have walked in. It just I felt like I've been there for years. Like how they just well, open arms. Like just what's up? Here's right. a shirt. Like these are a, a, one of my dudes, Dave. Like my mm -hmm. first move here was like welcome to the desert. Oh, 
Bob Man just said, fuck it, I'm out. I gotta ride the mini weeds. <laughs> no goodbye. You just ghosted us. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome. Amazing. I love how he gave us like the doo-doo, like not like close the door and out. But fucking yeah, um, like I said, this dude Dave, as soon as I got here, was like, "Yo, welcome to the desert. Like, what's good? Here's some spots," and just pinned me all this glory. Like, and I was like, I've never in my life gone anywhere where someone just gave me the book and just, just was like, "Yo, gave you the full spot book. Like, here you go, enjoy." Here, here, yeah. Exactly. It wasn't even like, yo, we're riding tomorrow, we're riding next day. Like, he just was like, yo, whenever, here, do you, dude. It's cool, man. I'm like, what the fuck is this place? So it's been. Yeah, that's rare. That's a huge It's gift very rare, Because he, you know, probably spent years building up that catalog of spots. Like, even if you didn't take the picture over the course of years, like, those are spots that I'm sure he's, like, been slowly collecting here and there yeah. over the course of his life. So, yeah, that's a major gift. That's like. That's trust in a stranger, total trust. Yeah, I and I literally was just like, dude, this and there, everything here is gold. Like it's like transitions, like ditches that are just like beautiful. Like just for no reason, there's this church that's just quarter pipes. Wow. Like I don't I, like it's no joke. A perfect like five foot, six foot, just transition. I mean, I think maybe there's like two feet you have to hop up, and but then it's a quarter pipe right there, like. No one said, I don't, as far as I see, no one's saying anything. It's just, it feels like the world is yours when you're here. I can't explain it. Like That's even I, I went out yesterday to take like a little hike to take some pictures and I'm out here in the desert. And like, of course my shoes are like melting because I, I went out in the middle of the day, but the peace, like there wasn't one, there's nobody, there's no sound. It's just beauty, just quiet, tranquil. And I was like, dude, I don't know when I ever would have ever got to witness this without it being like some sort of weird vacation or like, I don't know. Like it's just back home is back home. We have our awesome woods, which I will never take for granted. Like I said, being from bridge, Panamoka, I have like a deep connection with like the woods. Like I love that feeling, the smells, the, all of it, just everything, the rain, all that shit. But like, this is a full three, five forty from that, but it feels amazing. Like it's, it's very, uh, it gives you energy. Like I'm sure you feel the same way being in Spain. Like it's like, a different yeah. energy. Yeah. So, yeah, dude. It's, I'm sorry. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it sounds awesome. sick. It's like, definitely sounds like, to me, a lot better of like, getting away from the chaos of LA and like, I don't know, it seems like a lot of people out there are all like, so anxious about like, getting famous and like, everyone's trying to like, cut in front of each other and it's just, just a crowded ass place. So, Palm Springs sounds awesome. Like, even without all yeah. the like, the riding situation. And you guys have like dialed skate parks too, right? Like the concrete there is uh is pretty awesome, right? Yes, there's like Desert Hot Springs, there's the actual Palm Springs Park, even the little park like around the corner, like the Ocotilla Park. It's like everything's new too. It's like they just built that park, I think, three years ago or two years, like right before COVID hit. And it's like it's just beautiful. Do you look around the mountains around the transitions are awesome? Like it's like they built it good. Like I'm like what the fuck is this? I feel like I need to be like paying somebody somewhere because this is just, and it's just out here like all day. There's no issue. You just, and then last time we were there, shout out to my boy, Jake, shout out to my boy, Alex. Uh, they're over there. Dude, I don't know the everyday, everyday crew. Do you know those guys in Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. They've come like, across them before. Those dudes. Yeah, exactly. It's those dudes. One day just randomly ran into them like at the park, like my first day there bumped into them. 
we're hanging out chilling and I started talking about like uh like the stuff I did for Dead Red because that's the only thing I could relate with Arizona. And they're like, oh Nick, and then we ended up building a bond there. But as we're building a bond there, the locals were like learning how to ride on these new bikes. And then their dad came out and was like, Yo, here's some waters, dudes. Like, what the fuck is going on? And, yeah, it's just like too much nice that it's like, what this is what is about to happen? Yeah, yeah coming from New York, yeah, that's yeah, such yeah. like a foreign thing, right? Like you're walking your dog in your neighborhood, your neighbor's like looking the other way. They're like pretending they don't see you. Like you say hello and you just get like a weird glance. They're like, why is he saying hello to me? What's, what does he, what does he want from me? Like what's, do you want money? Like what's, what are you, why are you looking at what, why do you want to talk to me? I don't know you. That's literally what it's like. We have these just like blue blinders on. They're just like, nah, man, don't fuck with me. What's up, man? What to do, dude? Nah, I ain't got you. Sorry. Like, yeah. but over here, people like are genuinely nice. Like, my neighbor was like, hey, like, what do you do? Like, like, oh, what's up? And I was like, oh, I make. He's like, because I see you outside and taking pictures. I was like, oh, I do art, and you know what I mean. Like, that's what I do. He's like, oh, that's awesome. My friend owns this bar, lounge, restaurant up the street. Like they would probably they host artists and i was like oh that's cool like awesome like sick but like he's like yeah i'll talk to them for you and like most people say shit like that and you don't hear about it ever for the rest of your life and you don't it's just whatever like this dude the next day i'm in the house chilling all of a sudden you're like banging at the door well not banging but like knocking sounds like that at this point because you're not used to it i'm like what the fuck who's coming and open the door and he's like hey man like i talked to my friend and he wants to look at your art they may want to give you a show and they did. Now I have a show coming in 2022. Feb- it's in February, but it's like based on like this uh, Africa. Uh, it's for Black History Month, and I'm at the end of the month. It just worked out crazy, and I'm just like, that doesn't happen a lot. No, no. Normally, moment. like those offers are just like they're just filling just in blank offers. space in a conversation. They're like, oh yeah, yeah like, a friend of mine does this and that. Oh, I'll, I'll talk yeah. to him, and then nothing. So yeah, the that, fact that he amazing. followed up and actually did it. Yeah, that's super now cool. you're doing that show is. Yeah, awesome. it's that's yeah. why I'm like, yo, this place, I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm every day. I'm like, this is nuts. So, so I'm yeah, curious, but, what what came first, uh, shred biscuits or gutter doodles? What's the uh, what's the timeline there? And are they are they honestly, one and the same at this point? Because I feel like the shred biscuits was like the early like Denny artwork, or it was kind of just like your creative outlet for what you did. It, it was me. Shred biscuits came out of basically birth the name from aim days like days on aim whoa i used to call before i would go ride i would leave on my um fucking away message uh leveling up on the pedalosaurus like that was my shit at first like yeah i used to call the pedalosaurus the shred kilo wheels and then one day i was like i'm just out here getting shred biscuits like all right that like we're eating shred biscuits yo come meet us in the park for shred biscuits like that just became that like it just was shred biscuits and then once i moved to shirley and was starting frequenting the mastic park that's just what we called everything like yo shred biscuit at mastic park this that and there but then it caught on with the locals who you know we followed each other and shit like yo shred biscuit so at the time we were hanging out with uh this dude kevin uh, you probably remember kevin a lot oh yeah hell yeah 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 he was he was around at the time and i had this idea for I wanted to film a Shred Biscuits video because we had, at some point it just became like we were filming clips, but it was like bro camp shit, like on some whammo level, like nothing serious. Just yeah. fuck filming on the phone. Let's just get this shitty ass camera that we found in the basement and film whatever. Let it have that really lo fi quality, like give you back that feeling of watching clips of you learning how to bunny hop on your mom's fucking, you know, soccer cam. Like 
that feeling I wanted to just but just with the homies from the park. So as time went on, we were filming or whatever, and Kevin was with us filming, and then Kevin got a real camera. And then instead of us staying to what we started staying with, it became a bigger process. Then Shred Biscuits became more serious than I, I expected it to be, you know? So with that, I was designing stuff and drawing and everything, but I didn't have a name. Like, I wasn't going like gutter doodles yet. It was just drawing. Denny's drawing something for Shred Biscuits. And then one day at work, I was realizing, I was like, it's kind of weird to, to have my art on my personal fucking social media shit. And then... Like my, I like I wanted it to be separate. So I was like, "What the fuck is it?" Can I make the name? And I just was like, "My mind's always in the gutter. I'm scattered. I'm cluttered as fuck. Like it's just gutter." And I just doodle a lot, and I just gutter doodles. So I just made the name, and it just rolled off the tongue, and it just stuck. And then at the same time, Shred Biscuits was blowing up, so it was just like Shred Biscuits, but by, by gutter doodles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they kind of they kind of merged. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I just but love your, your terminology in general. You have the fucking, like, the sickest use of the English language, and, like, it's not even, like, a handful of things. Like, you come up with shit on the spot, like, in Instagram comments and messages, and, like, dude, I'm always just trying to keep up, like, I fucking love that stuff, dude. (laughs) Like, I'm always psyched to to get some Denny, some Denny hype. Yeah. That's the best. You you catch it and swing it good, dude. Like, you do it. Like, you're like, yo, I got you. You'll come up with gold. For me, I feel like it's more of a literary power. Like, I can talk like that, but when I talk like it, it, it doesn't translate. Some people be like, I don't know what you just said. Bacon syrup? What do you mean it's hot like bacon syrup? Like, uh, so, but when you read it, like, it just, some for some reason, when the phone hits my hand or the keyboard's in my hand, that's just always on my brain. It's like I'm drawing with words. Like, that's what yeah. I do. And, like, you just get it. Like, I, you just get it. I don't know how, but that's just yeah. what me. So. And I, I always just didn't want to, I felt like saying the same stuff too always felt like, you know, lame. Like, I'm not, not lame. It's not lame. I always just, I always just wanted to do something a little off brand, but you understood what I was saying. So instead of saying, you know, this is a sparkling water, I would call this, you know, like a, a, a crystal mist of H2O. Like, you'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> like, in, yeah. But it just sounds better than saying seltzer, just like a crystal mist of H2O. Like it's boom. There you go. I call it crystal mist. I don't know. I, that's just how it works <laughs> it's See, fucking you just sick dude i love yeah. i love getting it over like messages because it gives me a little time to like decipher like i feel yeah, like yeah. if you if you were hitting me with that shit like in person i would be like what what did you say well, let me let me give me a second to decode that but like yeah. over the messages i can like take a second and then try to shoot something back with at least some some sort of influence <laughs> some inspiration from your uh your phrasing <laughs> Like the confidence goggles, like dude, I think about that every time I ride and I put on the shades. I love it. The CG for life, like that's that's in my hashtag repertoire now. That's like permanent edition. That came from see confidence goggles too. Came from, um, I believe I was watching Don't Quit Your Day Job too, and there was someone I can't remember who it was, but like some it was either Don't Quit Your Day Job one or two, but in in the line of that those that kind of like shit going on i was watching it and someone i noticed when whenever this dude had his clip and had people or people had a clip with sunglasses on i always thought about how confident they had to be to try this shit with shades on and not even give a fuck about if they fall how ridiculous you're gonna look yeah Yeah. but also your level of confidence to be like i got sunglasses on bitch i got this and just doing it 
photo flick, whatever, confidence goggles on deck. You had sunglasses on. And so I just said confidence goggles and just it stuck. Like it just stuck with me. And me and Josh used to say, and then when you had them on, I was like, dude, yes, confidence goggles on deck. And you knew immediately what I was talking about. Yeah. So it's like it's not even like a slight, it's it's just perfectly funny. But also at the same time, perfectly hilarious. I mean, like straight yeah. into Lee Austin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, like Stephen Hamilton, prime, per, per, prime confidence goggles. You remember when he was riding in sunglasses? Hell yeah. Confidence. Yeah, yeah. King of the CGs. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but for me, I just like need them. Like when the sun is out, like I just got like bitch ass eyes. And like sometimes like, I'm like blinded by the pavement and I just can't Dude. ride without them. But you're right that like, when you put them on, like you're sort of making it harder. Like you, you can't see as well. You got like kind of blind spots, you know, sometimes they're, they're falling off and shit. So like you really like you're, you're proving you're like, I got this shit. Like I could do this trick with my eyes closed. I don't give a shit. Like put on the shades. What do I care? Like, fuck it. Take my shoes off. What? Like got this shit. No worries. Yeah, it's true. Also, too, like some people are rocking like expensive ass shades. You're like, yo, yeah. you have four hundred on your face, and you're gonna try to bar ice. What? All right, dude, fuck it. Like they drop you. It was worth it, dude. Like that's confidence right there. Confidence goggles, dude. They're I paid the price once though. Yeah, exactly. I had, uh, dude. I think my only pair of Oakleys that I've ever owned, uh, I got them from like Grant Germain. Who like, oh, yeah. he, dude? Like he's still he. I, like, I think you paid him like twenty bucks for him or something. And like, the lenses were all <laughs> fucked up. Like I had to buy new lenses, and they were not even like primo Oakleys. But I was like so proud of these Oakleys. Like I kept them with me all the time, and I loved them. And <laughs> they were like my car sunglasses, and I rode in them like one time at uh, what is it? Uh, what's that shitty skate park uh, out on the beach in uh? It's out, it's out west, uh, Nickerson Beach Park. Nickerson? Yeah, yeah, I was riding Nickerson, trying to foot jam, tiny-ass quarter pipe. <laughs> the shades come flying off, and I ran them over, and I broke the, the legs off of both sides, and they were just done. And they're, they're, that was the end of my Oakleys, like... Oh, I think I went home after. I think that was the. I was like, I was like, the confidence was crushed, and I just was like so pissed. I had to drive home, and my eyes hurt. I was. It was the worst. <laughs> That's why there's so many levels to the confidence goggles. They fall and break, or even during the like. Oh, look at how many feelings you had to go through with it. The confidence was so high, and yet you got crushed. You, yeah. at that moment, you have to look at it like, damn, I was confident in myself like I'm being goggles I was I was ready to surf out here in the shred and, and this shit fuck I have to go home now blind yeah it was shattered fuck. yeah soul crushing yeah. yeah but that's that's what that's where confidence goggles are birthed and that's just how the lingo just is birthed just literary doodling that's it literary. I love it so how did you end yeah, up dude. in like making the art that you do now like did it start with like more marker on paper because like you work with like canvas and paint and like all manner of crazy layers and like so i have a uh a gutter doodles piece that i'm stoked on the uh the hot Dude. dog man i love that one thank you it's off the Dude, wall right now because i'm moving shit around but i gotta find a new home for it 
it, you know, you got one too that I was like, the background was what I was like feeling. Like I just felt like, I don't even remember what was going on, but it just felt like a sense of just like, ah, like panic. So it's just like, <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. it. And just, I'm so psyched that it's got your, you have a piece and like, but, um, fuck, what was it? Oh yeah. Uh, how I started. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, How'd you get into to I, that whole art world? I started, I always was drawing even as a kid, like, at, like out the womb straight making stains like i don't it makes no sense but like i always had a pen in my hand always was like drawing doodling like i remember in kindergarten my grandma stapling like a bunch of like notebook paper for me together because i was like into comic books and i wanted to make that so i remember like drawing like a, my first thing trying to put a drawing on each page and like it was nothing it looked like this it was like smudges and nonsense but i just cartoons dude like saturday morning cartoons like waking up watching Sonic the Hedgehog and X-Men and then from there Rugrats, Rocco, Ren and Stimpy like that shit was all the classics yeah to roll out yeah so like it, I was the eyes that it was zapped into like I was the kids watch, like watching it and from there like I would just the same thing like I said would have the literary doodling like I want to make that but that thing is so awesome that I don't want to copy that I want to make my own little piece that's like my own that I relate to that. You know what I mean? So like if I saw mm-hmm. Ren and Stimpy, I wasn't going to just draw Ren and Stimpy. Like I would draw something else and be call it like dot or like fucking uh, uh, gum glue. Like I had weird names for the characters when I was little, like Vexatech was a hero I made up when I was little. Like, dude, I was, I was all over the board, but that's crazy. Like I, said, <laughs> I, I, used to, I used to wake up. Like I used to have like a whole bunch of characters I made up. Like one was stencil. That was his name. It was supposed to be me, but like a, bandana over my eyes and like white batman eyes and like his it was weird that that cartoon like fucking uh chalk zone came out because like Mm -hmm. it looked exactly like what i thought i'd like i was like what the fuck like that's what i used to think (laughs) of character like that drawing powers but i used to wake up and be like yo who am i gonna be today am i gonna be electro boy and i would draw electro boy am i gonna be flame hands am i gonna be gum glue like i just would make i don't know it was just weird i just so i would draw characters i liked related to and from there i think like i wasn't good in art class in school like because everything i wanted to draw was usually like quick and shit like that and i didn't have patience for paint or or pastel or any i just wanted to draw right like i like i'm used to a pen and literally the side of a notebook like and that's what that's kind of why if i don't know i'm probably giving away a secret here but like if you see me draw on regular paper I really can't draw like straight on. It's always kind of like a slight angle like this because from sitting in class and drawing like on my notebook at the, on the side, because like, I write in wow. a notebook on the side kind of. Right. So it's on an angle. So if I keep the paper straight, naturally my drawing stance is angled. So it's just, so I always was like, I, I can't paint straight. I can't, so I just draw straight. Like, so, so that's do you draw goofy or regular? Which way? Oh, I'm, I'm goofy as fuck. You're goofy? goofy Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm goofy as all fuck, dude. It's completely so when I'm going sh- like completely vertical, that's me switching the feet and trying to regular table so hard. Like I'm like holy shit. But um, I'm I'm better now because like I said, painting makes you have to work on that. But naturally, that's just. But um, mm-hmm. for a while when I got like I would say 2006, like when I graduated, like I got I got heavy heavy into BMX. Like I got into BMX in fifth grade, but jumping in and out like. Playing on a, one week, it's we're on the trampoline. One week, we're jumping on bikes again. One week, we're playing basketball. One week, we're yeah. playing manhunt. Like, that's how it was for a long time until like eighth grade, where I got like a decent bike, like a Diamondback Joker, and was like, 
oh, I could do shit. Like I saw Dave Mira, I want to do an X up. And then I learned X ups one day, like, and that was it. Shit took off. And after that X up, now I'm in like 11th grade. I'm not drawing really anymore. I'm coming home and writing tricks I want to do my list. I'm going to Riverhead. I'm going yeah. to do a coping. <laughs> like, that's what I was doing. Like the drawing turn. Like you could, I actually still have a sketchbook that you can see go from drawing to then just list of tricks I want to do. And straight then that's trick where list. Yeah. Sh- straight trick list, dude. Do no footed can question mark. Like, <laughs> like, it's amazing because I have the same shit too. I was like, yeah. I don't know why. Like, you couldn't just like keep that shit in your head. But like, I have I have some weird like Google Drive notes that I no. I sent myself emails with trick lists, and I came across it, and I was like, there was no way I was even gonna do any of this shit. Like, I came up with all these <laughs> ideas, and they were like, it's like, like toboggan ice pick one eighty backwards manual <laughs> full cab. I like it was what. Oh, so, there was no i don't even have a spot for that like it just it was bullshit but i was i was really determined like i was gonna i was inventing new combos like yes, dude. i was really That's shooting exactly. for the moon that list i think it does something dude like it does something here where it, it makes you do it it's weird yeah. like it just i remember being hyped like i was like yo i fucking did it dude like across that off and but like i said during that space of time so 2006 to like I would say 2010, maybe, no, not yet, 2009, 10. I wasn't really drawing like that. Like, I was riding, I was riding for the take. I was in Connecticut. Like, I was, I would draw every once in a while because people knew I'd draw and I would draw something funny, but there was no, let me get better at this, let me work at this. And I just, I think um, it was during, like I said, 20, like I said, 20. 11 is when I started like doing shred biscuits and gutter doodles and stuff. And having the gutter doodles Instagram kind of pushed me to be like, cause we were hanging out in my apartment at the time in Long Island and like friends would come over and while we drank, I would start drawing. And then I was posting the drawing and I was like, Oh, you know, that's what made me build the place for it. And then it went from, Oh, I could just chill and draw today. Like, you know, I want to do that. And then, yeah, I just, that's how that escalated to that. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's cool to hear. Yeah. Did uh you never really yeah. did any like graphics or stuff for the take at the time? Is that because like the uh the gutter doodles were kind of slowing down at the time? Because uh what how, how did the take even come about? I don't know that that whole story. All I just know is one day like you know met Chris Zepp at the skate park and uh he was riding for a company called the Take and then Denny was on the Take and then yeah uh dude I had like the a pretty heavy a pretty people, list of like yeah. heavy hitters Dylan Stark, Dylan Stark right? yeah like mm-hmm. yeah. And Jeff Dupaul was sort of like the filmer TM, he be- right? Yeah, he became the film. Fil- he was the filmer, and then became TM. It, that whole the take situation thing is like talking shit into life completely too. Like once I got into that, like I said, stop drawing. Two thousand seven, FBM was FBM. They had Phil Lawson, they had Tony Hamlin, Tony Cardona. They were go- they Aaron were going Ross. ham. Yeah, Ross yeah. and. Exactly. So they were going ham, and Jeff Harrington and this other guy, Jared, I, I, I can't remember his last name right now, but this dude, Jared and Jeff Harrington had started this subtle, like it wasn't in your face, but it, it was, it's kind of low key represented it like a straight edge, almost like a hardcore type of company called The Take. It was like their brand where they were having, like, you know, it was, if you look at the Take shirt from 2006, it looked like a band shirt. Like, it, like, 
uh, better. It was like, I'd rather die a fashion show. It was like the most seen shit I've ever seen yeah. in my life. That's what it was. Peak scene, like better a fashion show than no show at all. There's a tiger in this tight fitting jeans, like with a tiger coming out, crazy colors. Like just picture the Midwest in its hardcore scene peak smashed into somehow BMX company. That's why it was doing so successful because they brought it to FBM. FBM made the Ivy frames. Midwest mm-hmm. BMX was fucking going crazy. Everyone saw this thing that looked like the fucking bands they wore. It, everyone who rocked with it, it just had an uh, uh, aesthetic to it. And even me, I clat- latched on. I'm wearing skinny jeans. I'm. This is what the. There's no other companies that are doing this. Like this is sick. So the take existed through FEM as a sister brand, mm-hmm. and I wanted to take frames so fucking bad. And uh, one, I was riding Panamoka trails at the time. Like I lived in Ridge, riding the trails. And one day I was there. John Lee showed up and i didn't know who john lee was at the time but it, i was like oh shit another black dude in the trails like what the fuck so I'm, I'm, sadly enough i think i told this story before i hid my bike like like on some bitch shit because i didn't know he was it was him and some other dude and people were already getting their bikes stolen and i'm like yo who the fuck are these big dudes in here i'm by myself hid my bike and acted like i was just digging and stuff and then john lee the nicest dude in bmx comes up to me and goes hey man i'm john Oh, we came to check out the trails. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, dude, it's fine. Like, whatever. Picked up my bike, showed them around, and just was being me. Just like showed them the lines that were working and whatever. And the following day, I get like a friend request, and it's John. This is my space time. It's John Lee, and he's like, hey, what's up? Uh, I I don't know if you remember me, but I was at the trails yesterday. Thank you for showing me and my friend around. This and the third, you were a great host. I actually just recently moved back to New York. I got a job at FBM. If you ever want anything custom FBM or the take, let me know. And oh, I was wow. literally at that time saving up for a take frame. Mm-hmm. And I wanted it was between <clears throat> getting an Ivy or a Oxblood Red Autopilot, which was Tony Hamlin's frame. And I was like, dude, if I can fucking get an Oxblood Ivy, I will fucking explode. And I asked John Lee, and he was like, yeah, man, man, that's fucking, that's awesome. It just, it may take a little bit longer because it's going to go with the batch of frames, but I could do that for you. Just give it an extra two weeks, three weeks. Yes, take my fucking money, please. Take all of it and run. Did it. Gave me an Ivy frame, and they were super hyped on how it came out. Like, they were like, yo, John messaged me when I got it. He's like, oh, when you get it, like, you know, take pictures, do whatever. I took pictures. I posted up on a blog for the first time on MySpace. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing. I posted a bike check on bikeguide.org. Yes. And everyone was like, oh, how the fuck? How the fuck you get an Oxford? <laughs> it's fake. It's fake. It's a sticker pack on an autopilot. It's look at the dropout. Like it became like this weird hot commodity. Really? And so I was yeah, so I was riding that frame for a while. And then one day riding at chainless, I was riding the trails and I was zipping around and came off this berm. And like, you know how trees will divide into like a Y? Yeah. The, my, I, it was one of those situations, so I just nerfed off the fucking bike and jumped between it and the frame without me realizing it went head to first into these trees. So when I went to go pull it out the bike, I pull it out, my fucking front end looked like ramen noodles. Like my whole oh, top yeah. tube was just like mushed in. So I hit up John, like, dude, I destroyed the gift. Like, I destroyed it. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And he's like, nah, dude, it's fine. Like, just ship it back. But um, we don't have any Ivies on deck, but would you want to try this new frame we have coming out? It was John Ludwig's One True Ave. And I was like, yes, sir. I would love it. He's like, all right, I send you that. What size do you want? Got that frame. He sent that to me. Like, no charge, no nothing. Just straight up off strength. And I was like, dude, this is crazy. Riding that frame super hard. Go to the Banks Jam. I don't even fucking understand how, but Nick knew who I was. Spam, 
he already knew who I was and spam was on the take and he was like I, I I don't know he just knew of me I guess MySpace just all that whatever whatever at the time I was still doing like Google videos with my friend Steve Mad like making videos to us riding the sucking on my titties like you wanted me calling me I don't know if you know that song Miss no. Peaches it was in the no. Jackass movie all right well I sound like a Jackass <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure people know I can never find I can never find it's gone but anyways I guess without me realizing it playing on the internet and and riding this frame and just doing whatever because i don't know what the fuck i guess people were like they were talking i guess spamming them were like oh he seems like a cool dude he's from new york this that and third he's friends with jeff dupaul and this that, and third so anyways those pictures of the banks jam come out dude the, the turn down picture dude the that's... and that's on the one true ad and i i guess with that I, that was my first picture like that that was my mm-hmm. first anything that was anything and it was just off the strength of just having a good time at the jam like that guy Aaron saw me and was like, dude, let's shoot that. Like, all right, shot it. Boom. Thought I was never going to see the photo. Like I said, just some people. I'm no. guessing and, that was shot on film at the time too. Probably like medium format. Do you remember uh, who was, who shot that? You said Aaron? Uh, Aaron, Aaron Butler is, I think Aaron his name. Butler. Aaron Butler. He runs this, he runs this, or it, it, it not, it's, it's, I know it's Aaron and he runs this thing called River City Leather out in uh, the Midwest, I think now. he's If you look him up, you'd see like he's like a big leather dude. Like he just switched his whole game up. But he was a photographer, like mm-hmm. whatever. And then it was that photo and Ben Hiddle's photo of mine that came out on the come up. And I was like, what the fuck? Out? And I guess with that, whatever was rumbling at FBM in the take and John, they kind of were like, yo, let's you know do something. So spam one day i went to hackett's down and i'm just riding on this one trav and spam was like yo man you fucking like that frame and i'm like oh yeah he's like yeah yo we fuck it i don't know why i'm giving him such a staten island accent but <laughs> fuck it, we're running with it right his now. name is like, spam yeah. so it is exactly Nick yeah. it's you know how it's coming so he's like yo you want to hear like that fucking frame that's fucking sick yeah no i've been i'm telling everybody all the guys up there man they, they they're fucking sight like we think we want you to be part of the team and i was when he told me that i was like shut the fuck up like dude this is the this is like how does that even happen like no nah. and i was like no nah, you know i'm just once again okay whatever cool man like thank you dude but all right so what ends up happening the one you have frame which you would think after destroying this many bikes you would be like nah fuck it but i've ended up breaking the one you have and i had to send it to john lee and he was like you know call i'll give me a call and see when it touches down on a monday and uh I gave him a call. I was like, hey, John, what's up, man? Um, so sorry I broke the frame. Um, did it get to you? And he's like, yeah, man, it got to me. It looks pretty fucking blown out. Um, uh, I had a question. And now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably why he was like, I don't know how I'm going to ask this dude this. But he was like, would you, I know this frame is broken, but uh, would you care to be part of the team and try a new, new frame, like another one that's not out yet and be a part of the team? And I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is crazy, and that's how it happened. And like I said, drawing at that point was see what drawing yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm fuck, man. So yep. that's what happened. I ended up on the take, and uh, yeah, it, from there, shit just it was just I don't know. That's how it started. <laughs> that's a cool story. I didn't know any of that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. I used to love all yeah. the like the video projects Jeff would do for the take, like all the uh, yeah. I think it was like the Denny versus series of videos. Yeah. It was, it was like, just like versus, one yeah, minute yeah. videos. And it Denny was versus just, the hubba. Yeah. Denny versus, yeah. uh, the, like the rollout <laughs> Denny versus the half the tail, whip. the tail whip. Yeah. There's a ton yeah. of good ones. I put a lot of shit. 
it's it's funny because like another way to make this story even crazier is there was no like proper TM when I got put on the take. It was kind of like FBM, Jeff and them were making the stuff and they had a team of dudes. They had Mike Hinkins on the team, mm-hmm. Ben Hiddle. Uh, I think Mulville was on it for a little bit. Really? Uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Mutiny with the Beard? Oh my God, I can't remember his name right now. I had the Mad Wheels all in a... Not Hanson Little. Soaking. Is that Hanson Little? Yes, oh, Hanson Little. Okay. Hanson Little had a crazy Ivy that was so custom. Like, it, the team was that, like, that group. Once Jared and the dude Jared, who, like, started the designs and did the, des- like, made the look of the team, kind of, like, started to do his own thing, there was no TM, there was no... So, so those dudes kind of left. So we were starting fresh. And at the time, like I said, I'm BMX, BMX, BMX. I'm, I'm st- like the like a kid nerd on it, you know? And the Give D videos that came out with like Long Tran, Tammy, Kyle, and my computer, like forever, sucked ass. As it does seem still <laughs> today. And I couldn't watch QuickTime videos on it. So I emailed the dude at Give D, which is Alex Bermudez. And I was like, yo, I fucking... I want to watch the video so bad. Can you put it on YouTube for me? Is that okay? And he was like, I didn't understand what he was trying to say, but he was like, it's a ride BMX exclusive. I would put it on YouTube if I could, but I can't, man. Like if I ever get a chance to, I will. I'm like, all right, I understand you. My bad. Didn't mean to bother you. Excuse me. I'm burping hard body. Didn't mean to bother you, but, uh, you know, I'm fucking with give the hard. And he was like, yeah, that's awesome, man. And I left, but then Alex came back. Like, Awesome. like openly one day, what's up, man? How you doing over there in New York? Like checked on me. And I was like, what the fuck? So mm-hmm. now I'm talking to the give D dude. And I'm like, what is, this is awesome. Like the team that I, I ride for is the team I love. And the guy, the team the squad of people out West that I fuck with are talking with me. Too. I'm like, this is awesome. So one day how I got my orders was I would message John Lee and be like, yo, I need, you know, whatever. Can I get shirts or whatever the fuck that was happening? That's how I, I got in contact with him. And, uh, one day I message him and I'm just like, wait, oh, actually, um, my headphones are about to explode or die. Uh, you want to pause for a second and then we'll uh, we'll start up again or yeah, take your time. Here we are back in it, plugged in for real analog style. But um, like I said, one day I'm messaging John about product, but then next, you know, Alex answers is like, yo, what's up? This is Alex from Give D. Um, I'm the new team manager of the take like. We're going to do a whole new start, like whole new team. We're going to do a trip this year, like a whole team, like how you would get from a TM. Like, yo, we're doing this, we're doing that. But in the, I was like, wait a minute, is this a joke? Like, did I message the right person? Like, is this the right email? Like, how the fuck is all of a sudden the take is, and I I hit Alex up on AIM. I was like, yo, how the fuck? He's like, dude, what did you do? And I was like, wait, what do you mean? What did I do? He was like, they made me the TM. Did you like say something to them? Cause I was on the take at the time when this, when I was yeah. asking for the video, he, I was like, dude, no, he was like one day just randomly Crandall hit me up and said, every, he loved everything I'm doing and was hyped. And like, would I care to be the TM for the take? Like their sister brand. And I was, I was like, what the, how did the fuck? So not only did I end up on the brand that I fucked with the hardest, the dude that's making the shit that I fucked with the hardest is now the team manager of it. By some sort of weird chance of the universe. So it was just like, that's how that ended up coming where we started going on trips and shit. And that's when I brought Jeff. I was like, Jeff is TJD, is give the East, basically the TJD, let he could film. And Jeff and Alex was like, yeah. And then boom, that's how that birthed all those videos that you saw and shit. Like, 
Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy. I feel like uh, the internet was like a smaller place back then with like BMX. Like, right. I feel like you could just like hit up anybody and they were just like, oh, another rider. There's there's not really that many of us. Like, you were just like friends. Exactly. Super quickly. It's- like, it, it wasn't like, like Instagram is now just like overrun with with groms and riders and 12 year old kids at the plazas that can flare and truck driver people hard three like exactly crazy now it's nuts and like you weren't looking at numbers it was just like that dude i saw him on props that dude kills it at the jams like there wasn't like oh he only has 10k followers he must not be that good or like you know what i mean like there was who follows him like it's the internet did put this weird like thing now this new stigma that we have that's just like who's who like oh okay let me see he must be somebody like before it was just like you didn't even realize you were hanging out with someone that was on a team or whatever you it was just like you said for the love of shred small internet world hey i'm over here doing it i'm over here doing it hey if you ever come over here and do it let's fucking shred all right hell yeah boom friends forever yeah (laughs) myspace days i didn't even uh really get on the myspace wave i think my parents wouldn't let me or something crazy like I was on like Vital BMX and I had AIM, but I somehow I missed <laughs> oh, out on AIM. MySpace. Like I just like that that went over my head. I don't know, Austin, were you on the MySpace wave? Because I, I was, I, I was around in, like the the end. Like I, I wasn't early on it early. I think I kind of caught like the end wave of it, where it was like some people were still using it, but not much. But definitely AIM, I was using heavy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah it I went shit. hard on aim. What was the like the chat bot that you could just like disrespect? You could just insult this yeah. early form of AI <laughs> and it would just give you the most like generic responses. That's great. Yo, there oh. used to be that thing. I don't know if you guys fucked with it. I'm gonna try to make it quick. It was like my AP relay or my EP relay or something. It was something for people who were like deaf or mute. So like you could get operator to call somebody for you and speak for you typing on what you say on aim yeah yeah i've heard me and paul but like like uh, people would fuck with me with it and it was just like mm-hmm. a thing and one day i was with paul and there was this kid sean that we called hungry eyes at haven and i remember we used the my ip relay on him and told him like yo this is fucking uh uh uh, Zelinsky from fucking Ride BMX, like, yo, I'm gonna be shooting photos at Haven. Like, I need you. I've, right now, this is my uh, uh, what I call it, my my secretary that's helping me. I'm in the office doing photos right now, but she's using, she's saying everything I'm texting to her. But and this dude, Sean, was like, yo, what the, what do I need to do? He's like, yo, just, just tomorrow. I know it's Sunday. Meet us at the 9 a.m. session at Haven, and I'm gonna be shooting. And we're gonna do a little interview for up and coming riders. And me and Jeff went. <laughs> And the whole day, we just saw my boy. You just, were just clowning on him. Yeah, you just, just let him suffer. You didn't even let him know at the at the session. You just let him. Just, I don't think oh, we, we ever. Oh we God. never fucking told him. Sean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We never told him. He, yo, he came to the night. Like, you understand the 9 a.m. session. 9 a.m. Yeah. No one on Sunday, like no one is going. And he was there, kept looking at the door, the engines and engines. He's like checking his his beeper, his flip phone. He's trying exactly. to see if Z is call, is gonna send him an update. Sorry, man, I was I was busy. You know, I got wrapped up in a lot of work at the office. You know, we're gonna have to reschedule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine being the lady on the oh, other line too? That's her job. 
That must have been the sickest job ever. Get Dude, to just prank people to... for, for, for immature children that just want to <laughs> fuck with their friends. And they just get to relay these messages like impersonating all manner of people. <laughs> but you know what? Though? She was kind of getting paid to do it. I guess you'd have to have some sort of like yeah. level of fun. You know what I mean? But they would let you get to a certain degree of wild until they would be like, this is a warning. And then they'd be like, all right, this is your second warning. And then it would go supervisors coming. And then be like, that'd be it. Like cut off. Calls yeah. ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had to be really good with it. You had to be slick. But Sean, we got him. We sounded so professional and stupid. And fuck, I, I apologize. Now. Nah, dude, that's <laughs> hilarious. It was, it was worth it yeah. just for the story alone. Yeah, dude. I'm psyched yeah, I got to days, ride man. Haven Skate Park while that was still running. That was like just such yeah, an awesome park. Like, yeah, you never made oh, it there? No. Damn, dude. It, yeah, dude, that place was sick. It was, it was kind of a mess. Like, it was kind of like ramps thrown together and like big ramps and small ramps all kind of like merged at weird angles and bowl corners and led. It was just mm-hmm. like mayhem, but it worked and it led to like so it much worked. good footage. Like, I love seeing all the like, what was it? Like the TJD, I think like the mixtapes. You did like skate park mixtapes, yeah. like volume one, volume two, and like seeing some like early like craig footage and Corey godfrey i think stevie had footage like mm-hmm. you were killing it in those videos like i love that whole series it was like it was like haven was we didn't have props coming to us but it was like haven was our zone to make props happen you know what i mean like everyone from the north it was the only indoor park that like had something for everybody had some sort of level of organization plus like you were going to see something crazy no matter what, like yeah. something wild was going to happen on even a Sunday at nine. Like you were going to see some wild shit and like just everyone wanted to be part of the mix and that happening built something that made a mix. You know what I mean? Like everyone's going there expecting something. So everyone's going there to do something. You know what I mean? Like it's, yo, I'm gassed up. Like so-and-so just ice picked the top of the fucking vert wall. Now I'm going to try to seven the box. Like, that dude's seven in the box. Now I'm going to try to fucking do the longest grind combination I can do on this little ledge. Like it just was like, everyone was eating off each other's energy and it just, you, it's so hard. I don't know what can remake that. I don't, it was just such a pocket of time that was, yeah, I don't think you can. Captured. Yeah. I think that was definitely yeah. just like a special time, a special skate park, like just the right time and the right place. And, yeah, I'm glad I got a couple sessions there. That's uh the first time I yeah. met Jeff DuPaul. Uh, I guess he worked there, and maybe like he was just such like a, a fixture of Haven that he was just like hanging out in the office. But like I remember, mm-hmm. you know, I was just some like nobody little ass kid going to ride there, and uh, he was just like, "Hey man, my name's Jeff. Nice to meet you." Like you know, told him my name, and like ever since then, he was uh, he would always like hit me up. Like every time I saw him, hey Justin, mm-hmm. I was like he was just the best dude like super friendly like always like at jams and stuff we'd always end up like crossing paths and like yeah jeff's awesome he's the best dude he like i said he him being there cemented it as being like legendary because everyone there was already on another level of nice but jeff just is the ground dude who understood everything at every level like you know if dudes from fucking rye airfield came down like be hunting them like he was able to cater to them. Like it was like, if you were coming up from Jersey and you were the animal dudes, you was catering to you. Like, that's why Jeff's house was like, it was that's like a hub. Was, it, right. It was a hub. Like it was, it was all of us who were the like immediate, but it spread out so wide that it was like, it's like you said to today, you guys still remember the feelings. You still remember the video. Like 
you can't take that from anybody. Like that's just what TJD is. It's it's like a feeling as opposed to just like oh it's a crew and you know what I mean. Like it just exactly, then yeah. uh, you can't like I said Haven was like our HQ for that shit. Like our zone to create that feeling. Mm-hmm. And you guys were just there straight ferry trips. Like that was that was the move. That's interesting because to me the the ferry is like such a a hassle like a process to like to get over to Connecticut. But I guess, like, mm-hmm. especially living on more like the North Shore out east, that's like, yeah. it's, it's just right there. Almost the equivalent right of there. like jumping on the train and going into the city. Like, it may take a little bit, probably takes way less time, right? Like, what's the ferry ride? Like 20, 30 and minutes? It takes, it, no, no, it's like an hour. Oh, it's hour an hour. 15, yeah. Like, yeah, but it's like you're chilling on a boat, like chilling, outside. Yeah. You don't have to, like, and I would walk on. Like, people, you, I feel like when you drive, it makes it a whole different process. Yeah, you have to wait even, in the line and do all that. It's expensive shit, as fuck, yeah. too. It's like, you it's can like 100 it, bucks for like a uh, SUV, van, whatever. Like, it's pricey. And then you pay for everybody in it. It's like, yo, who, who was yeah. in your car? It's like, how, <laughs> how the fuck, how the fuck you paying? Why we paid already? Dude. Yeah. The car's in here. We're all here. Like, <laughs> the fuck else you want? No, I need that 20, dude. I need his 20. Yeah. Carrie's sitting in the back. I need his 20. Like, it's fucked up. <laughs> so, but it was like, I would do the walk on. So, so I, I, my job would be to get someone and drop my ass off, make it there on time, and then Jeff would right. pick me up and drive from his house. But yeah, like, if I lived by where you guys live, it'd be way more easier just to take the bridge and just drive over. Yeah. But yeah, man, Haven was forever. Haven was heaven. That's what it was, dude. <laughs> yeah, super heavy. Yeah. Somehow I got out there because. I had like a homie from Is Riverhead Skate go? Park. Yeah, so I had this this dude. Uh, can't remember his last name, but like there was like a Riverhead Skate Park crew. It was mm-hmm. like Sean, mm-hmm. Ian, uh, that dude that people used to call him Hunger Strike, Marcus. Yes. Remember Marcus, dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it was holy. Shit. It was crazy too because we were like probably like fifteen, sixteen, and that dude was like like all like early twenties, mid twenties. And he was like hanging out at like sleepovers with us. We we would go to Sean's house and have a sleepover, and Marcus would be there with like a full grown beard and like car insurance payments and shit. Like, what are you doing here, man? But but he was cool. Marcus was sick, but he he was just hanging out with a younger crew. And uh, yeah, Sean's mom used to just drive us to Haven for some reason. Like that was just like a park that was on our radar. We were just like yo we gotta we gotta get to haven like this park is sick and like think maybe i only did like two or three trips there total but like it was like a special occasion it was like go sleep over at sean's house like we're gonna make s'mores and watch movies then in the morning his mom's driving us to haven like the best weekend ever like it was great yeah it was really for everybody it was that it was a package deal like even if they lived two hours away or 15 minutes everyone did that like yo we're gonna go to vinny's pizza on friday and then saturday we're gonna get two red bulls we're gonna take a drive like everyone did like a thing it was like a ritual yeah it was a pack it was like a package deal yeah (laughs) and you would be there all day and it didn't even feel like it it just was it wasn't a park you got bored at, dude. It was just like, yeah, this is amazing, man. Like, yeah. But yeah, but yeah, dude, that big impact, all that shit. TJD, Connecticut, Haven. Like, I don't know. I, I want to know. I think, like, like I said, like, maybe we're just a little bit older, so we don't see what's that yet. But I think, like, these crews, like the everyday crew, thank you, like, all the shit that the dudes are doing in Long Beach, and even what you guys are doing back at home is, like, 
it's setting the tone for kids to like it's not all in one area, but you can go somewhere and find a crew that's doing it to a TJD level. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's like there's a, a blueprint was set with that. And now, you know, everyone's doing it and you can find a little piece of TJD and a little bit of everything. So it's kind of cool, I think. Yeah, for sure. And all the riders that were around for that time branched off and did their own thing. And, you know, yeah. especially kept kept all those kind of like those vibes alive that's my least favorite word but no but it's what it is <laughs> the frequency you kept the frequency the, frequency, the, vib- the, 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 the vibration the frequency yeah. the vibration the shaking of it all they kept it shaking for sure <laughs> there's one more thing so i just wanted to uh to touch on or just yeah. just out of curiosity how, how do both of your brothers both kill it on so your brother josh is an extremely talented rider could do anything yeah. and he looks so bored doing it like he's just like oh <laughs> superman oh whatever oh tie ride nothing like whatever man like i'm i'm over it and uh then your other brother john uh skateboarder and he fucking rips too like i was skating uh, i was with him at mastic a couple week couple weeks ago and he was like oh, blanking on the exact trick but he was doing like blunt slide the rail like flip outfit like blunt kickflip fakie like doing shit that like you don't see at like a casual skate park session like he rips so how yeah how did that it, happen like you guys are all you guys all kill it i don't dude, i don't get it i don't even understand it my dad does my dominican father does nothing like it my little mom does nothing like it my brothers actually started riding before me really like when i was yeah like john and josh were like in first grade when they had like these shitty bikes that we got at the thrift store and they just set up like a big tire in the front yard that we had like a spare tire and like two planks of wood and would just pedal as fast as they could on it and just take their feet off, take their hands off. And like, you could ask people from Panamoka back in the day, like it was like a spectacle. Like people would come to the block to watch John and Josh do shit on whatever vehicle they were on the skateboards today, the scooter today, the bike. So that kind of, they just always had like this natural, like knack for being good with it and like a steeze. I don't know where it came from, Mm -hmm. but they both have, like you said, that casual mentality to it. Like there's never like a hyper focus of like Josh, when he was on kink, he read that was like his hyper focus like he was hyper focused and that was his moment jonathan always had had opportunities or even still has opportunities to do stuff like that but jonathan just surfs the waves as as they come like Mm -hmm. he sees a wave coming a big wave that he could ride out he may not even take it he may be like i'm eating doritos right now yeah it seems like he's not stressing he just wants to do his own thing which i exactly and i'm not the yeah. yeah, I'm not the type to try to like even just recently Steve Barra came t- to the area for like a snow shed thing that they have they have like this spot. Like check them out. Check out snow shed and what see is that? Jonathan is that an indoor snowboarding thing? What what's the snow shed? It's like it's like a snowboard shop, I believe, that sells okay. like skateboards and shit too. And I guess they're hooking up some dudes and stuff. So they've been throwing some events and they have like this spot in like a parking not a parking lot, but like a parking garage. So you could ride there with, well, I haven't seen BMX riders there at all, but they're skating there in the rain and everything. And I guess Steve Barra was out in the city for National Go Skate Day with Bright Skateboards, or whatever that his brand is or that brand. And they ended up surprisingly touching down over there. It was like a rumor that he was going to show up and everyone went there and he showed up. And I even, John called me and told me, he's like, oh, he's going to be there. It should be sick. And I was like, yo, like, focus up and do some cool shit. Like, this is your time to like, 
when's Steve Barra going to come to Long Island in the middle of, you know, like the summer like this? So he went out there. I don't know if John got any clips because, like I said, John was chilling. I saw John filming everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that, that's where his mind is at. Like, John was filming it. He wasn't even trying to skate. So it's like, yeah. I can't put I, – I don't try to make them push it, but they just – it's just their natural ability. I don't know. It's They're fucking sick, man. Yeah, it's just cool Josh, to see. Dude, yeah. Especially when His you guys are all to- together, like the mastic sessions were always cool. Like I didn't even know um, Jonathan was your brother at first. Like I just thought he was like a friend at the skate park, and I was like, "Wait, there's there's a third Pascasio? Yeah, and he skates, and he's <laughs> yeah. really fucking good. Like this is crazy. Like my just my mind was blown. It's so sick, dude. I love my brothers, man. It's it's just like I said, they just do it so casual, and J- Jonathan's like. I I don't know. He, I feel like his time's gonna come. Like I feel like he's like they have something cool that they're doing there. Everyone's like yeah. together in one pulse, and they're all skating. They're doing shit consistently, and it's just like it's fucking awesome. Like it's just funny. Like my brother, like Jack, I said, Josh's riding abilities, like caper mind shit. It's like yeah. he just box jump trick flat ground. Yeah, but you you got that power too, though. You got the flat ground box jump yeah. trick. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I meant that's, to mention that I, the, the hop inverts that that should make that's witchcraft. That's that yeah. came from like I said, like just riding the trails, and I think I saw it was oh my god, what the fuck was his name? It was a it was a a, a, a UK BMX rider, Owen Clegg, I believe it was Cleggy. Clegg, it was, yeah, no, it yeah. was Cleggy. It was Cleggy. It was Owen Clegg or Cleggy. One of them. Okay. I saw them do a hop invert, but it was like black and white picture like in a fucking dirty hotel room and i was like holding and i had just learned inverts like over box jumps like i was like i don't understand and i to see that in a picture i was like it's possible like how is that possible then i started seeing people like anthony watkinson that were just banging them out quick and it started that was with a uk just, rider right watkinson yeah he yeah was like a park he, guy up, yeah i remember him mm-hmm. ended up on dk like he was like catfish dude or whatever he yeah. was really fucking good um he, uh, but uh when we used to ride street in Panamoka, our street was only this firehouse. And the only thing the firehouse had was like those handicap banks. Like it would be like a little handicap bank, but it felt like it was a pyramid. It felt like when you imagined it riding it, it felt like a box. So when I would go ride the trails, I would be all warmed up doing inverse and turndowns. I would go to this little handicap spot and try to do those tricks off that or into the bank as best as I could and then that kind of got me into doing hop tricks and it'd be like just riding the trails that's just what it became like doing it into that bank that's this mellow mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're like wait this is just hop like it's yeah. not even so it's that's just like how tricking that your brain it's not actually making the trick yeah. easier yeah yeah exactly so that's how that got to play and then like even now i still i don't slam hop inverts like all the time now because it's like it it you it, it take uh, shout out to albert albert my yeah, dude box bomb leader over there like he is still snapping him at his at our age like in the confidence that, goggles I, no less the kind yeah. consistent infinite confident goggles infinite, the confidence infinite. goggles god <laughs> it's For so sure. good man like so yeah, like it's people like him too that made me like, yeah, I gotta get back out there and just snap one just for myself. Like mm-hmm. it's just I don't know, yeah. I feel like but you posted you that, one man. pretty recently. Uh I don't know if it was like on your deck or back porch, but it looks like it was you're, right here. you're it like was right. in heaven. There's like the most <laughs> heavenly, beautiful background. Like it looks like some CGI shit. And you just Dude, rip it, the hop invert. I think one of them your feet blow off crazy. It's so <laughs> sick. <laughs> Yo, that's the thing too. I wish 
I love doing inverts so much, and I'm hyped that people appreciate my inverts so much, but it's like the gods like Foley, Albert, Ben Hiddle, like Peter, like no matter what, like I, I even when I first learned it, it was Watkinson seeing the one foot blow off that made me like, all right, it's okay if that happens. But yeah. the people who keep the feet locked and are just I don't I can't explain why my feet blow off. It just I think after a while it's just so hard to keep them there yeah yeah it's just such a and i think i I ride such a big frame like i ride a 20.75 and i'm like five four meets dude so i think exactly it just everything just blows off it's just a big bike yeah (laughs) but yeah dude i I appreciate that like i said just the trail riding riding in our driveways that's what made me john and josh just hot boys yeah (laughs) makes sense yeah man yeah, dude. That's my bad, Austin. I know you out there in Brazil. Bro, I'm in Brazil. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> my dude out in Brazil, like, yo, the sun is coming the fuck up. <laughs> like the parties are starting, man. Nah, he's chilling. It's like it's like twelve. Yeah. I think this guy's okay, on a late okay. schedule. Yeah. Hanging out no, with I, I just, rich foreign and shit. No, riding with uh That's sick. What have you dude, been uh really? riding lately, by the way? What's uh if you got a little yeah, more time? Dude. Get a little Austin update. Me? Yeah, yeah. What have you been up to? What's up? I mean, not much. Same old stuff. Just, I mean, now going out with this camera, the HVX, and just trying to film a new little edit. But mm-hmm. really, same old stuff. Just hanging out, chilling, going to the beaches. You know, it's Austin, hot. you. I don't mean to cut you off. You become like one of my most favorite riders. Just like off rip, even like when you and Justin first came around, because you were doing shit that was so fucking different. Like it, like you're in the click and riding with everyone, but in the same uh-huh. realm or same present time, like you're in this different caliber of shred. Like you're just, and it's creative ass that. shit. It's people like you and Simone that are like, you. I don't know where the fuck and 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 even Eric Elsh uh, Elshman or even like you guys are just like these like, I don't know how you and you make it look so smooth, dude. It's not easy to hit everything on your bike. And keep it going in a combination <laughs> and make it look like everything was made of wax and butter. Like you just do right. this shit so smooth and it's fucking awesome. And even you too, Justin, like I said, like you too, like I always was psyched to see that side of Long Island doing what it was doing. Cause it was like, yes, like you guys have the versatility of everything. Like the toboggans are going, the ice pick combination, yeah, yeah. just the lines. Like you guys do a little bit of everything and always keep that creative, like, touch to it like i said like justin you even do shit that's like so quick that like i said like the hop toboggans really fast and like just shit that no one should be able to move like with that speed and click it and get it like it's just like i said that power of creativeness and just i don't know man it's just no one can mimic what you two are doing it's fucking awesome like, I, thank you yeah i really appreciate yeah, that dude i think it's just like so muscle sick. memory is like the key to like the really quick shit like it's probably similar to like how you can do like the inverts and like inverts same thing like like any trick really like you do it enough times you learn how like to that. like squeeze it into a a tighter spot or like out of a weird grind where it's normally yeah. not meant to go. I, yeah, do you guys just I don't I I don't have pegs because when I went to Riverhead my second time ever and couldn't double peg the coping and gave up. Forever. <laughs> really? Forever. That was it. Like that was it. Like uh-huh. I put pegs on when during like that ECCD Chase D heat wave and fit. Mm-hmm. And I started toothpicking yeah. by, like benches and trying to ice pick some shit. And then I was like, yo, 
I can't do this shit, dude. I'm not, like, I don't have the patience. I don't have the accuracy. And now it's to a point where it's like I said, it's like Austin was practicing juggling, but my dude juggles shred on his pegs. Like, I don't get how the fuck he's doing. He's on both sides of the bike and grinding here, there. How the fuck did he just do that? Justin, how the fuck are you rail hopping and tobogganing like you just jumped a 40 foot like fucking box? I don't get how yeah. the fuck it makes no sense to me. Like, even the grinds, I don't, I can't, it's just. It isn't in me, man. It isn't in my shred, and I embrace it, and I, that's why I respect those who do it. Like, I always feel weird. Like, not weird. I am never feel weird, but, like, I know I'm, like, a hype dude of BMX, and I'm always, like, screaming, but that's just who I am. Like, I'm hyped yeah. on what everyone is doing. So when people see those comments, and they're all in caps, and I'm fucking – that's because I'm, like, yo, for real. Like, that's me. Genuine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm fucking psyched. Like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, and, like, To be friends yeah. and know and see two dudes grow up to be, like – on the you are on the spectrum of what bmx is and you guys are doing you guys are in it you guys are the tjd excuse me of now like you guys are doing that shit and like evolved it to a level that i'm like holy fuck it's just cool to see two genuine dudes doing it and then even going further and creating something like this i know i'm going into a tangent but I'm just hyped, <laughs> Hi, dude, thank you that's like the ultimate compliment yeah, okay. really appreciate it yeah, yeah. dude i'm hyped yeah dude <laughs> So yeah, I think yeah. Uh, we're at a pretty good point to uh, wrap it up. We're sitting at like hour forty-seven on the recording. Holy shit, yeah. my bad. Why nah, dude, that's perfect. Nah, nah, dude, that's the more the better. It's like, this is uh, this is your show. So as much as you want to say or as little. Thank you, dudes. It's so awesome. yeah, really appreciate you coming on. I knew this was going to be a good time. I was looking forward to this all week. Uh, you know, there was some scheduling back and forth. We were trying to make it work, and uh. Yep. eternally grateful for you coming through and uh yes sharing the uh the good word of the uh the gutter doodles and the shred biscuits thank you man it's... i mean i feel like i may have missed a lot of shit but also i talked like a fucking ak-47 shooting out the back of a acura i don't know whatever car goes i don't know what car that makes that sound either but whatever the fuck is loud and keeps going is what i felt like so i didn't want to you know screw and run on Thanks, dudes. Thank you. Of but course. yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. Sword Loser for Life, Low Cut Gang. Hell yeah. Bald yeah, Squad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bald by choice, not by uh, necessity. By yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not, not by nature, by choice, boy. Exactly. Choice. Consent. Bald by Love consent. <laughs> so, uh, Consented baldness. Any, uh, any plugs you want to do? Uh, your Instagram, uh, where you could find uh, uh-huh. your uh, gutter doodle art. I know you got a website, web store, the whole yeah, nine. Um, shit, let me, let me let me hit a hole in one then. Uh, I got if you want to follow my art account, it's at gutterdoodles. Uh, my Instagram personal shit is at Denny the Squid. Uh, they kind of link together, but not really. The gutterdoodles is gonna be a different party than what I do on my personal. So do what you want there. The shreds at the personal, the arts in the gutter. Um. Fucking shout out to Weed Sport. They hooked me up with the fucking CBD. Got my bones not aching. Keep me not ashy. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't nice. know if anyone ever uses CBD to keep themselves not ashy, but here we are. I'm innovating. Uh, shout out to Merit. Shout out to Mike and Sean. Everything that they do for me. Hooking me up with shit that works great and fucking keeping me rolling. Uh, high octane 9000 forever. They'll understand that. Don't drink that shit. It'll make you shit your pants. Uh, fucking shout out to my girl. Uh, shout out to my fam shout out to you guys shout out to everyone shredding um i know i'm probably gonna miss some people but if i missed you know shout out to jeff DePaul. Mm-hmm. that's I, I know he he always gets a fucking 
heavy salute. Um, shout out to Alex, my Bermudez, my OTM. Shout out to you guys again, Store Loser Gang. Shout out to Anthony for coming in and shitting on with that fucking <laughs> awesome quality of audio. That's my dude. He never came back. I'm just going to cut him out. In. I'm just going to cut him out. That's the plan. <laughs> he wasn't here. He wasn't here. He's no. Some bonus round footage. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what happened to your knee now again, Anthony? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, anyways, but yeah, no, that, yeah, shout out to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody on the Shaquille wheels pedaling. Shout out to the Nets not making the playoffs, maybe next year. I didn't even know I was a sports dad now. I'm a sports dad. It happens. Shout out to you guys again. Appreciate it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We got an Instagram for the podcast. It's at Sore Losers BMX Podcast. Austin doesn't want to say his own Instagram, so uh, follow at oh, Austin <laughs> underscore Mazer. That's my job now. Uh, I'm at Jay Cobley with three E's. And uh, yeah, thanks to Rose Parade for the intro music, my homie Matt Dardano's band. that uh, They actually just finished recording their first full-length album that uh, they're in the process of mixing and mastering and getting out to the world. So that's pretty amazing. That's what's up, dude. Hell yeah. And, oh, yeah. shout out to my dude. Uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of local bands, uh, my dude Swiggity. I know that's not his full name. But that's real. It used to be his old nickname, but his band Lord Karuku. They fucking rip so hard. I'm gonna send you their shit, but I'm I gotta down. give him a I'll shout out. out. He's back from home. He used to ride Riverhead and kill it. He still does, and his band fucking rips. So I just wanted to shout them out. And also, too, the, the dude who did your shit, they rip too. That intro is so fucking good. So I want to check out that album, 100%. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, I was actually just hanging out with uh, Matt last night, and he was showing me some more of their music. And uh, he was kind of giving me a rundown. I don't want to go into too much, but he was giving me a rundown of like mm-hmm. how to record because uh, I started playing guitar over the uh, pandemic boredom. And uh, now that I got You're this juggling. audio shit for the podcast, now, yeah, that was my juggling. So I might try to record my own little ideas and something to play around with, but. Juggling strings, dude. Juggling strings. Juggling strings. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's what's up, dude. But yeah, this has been great, man. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's been fun. Perfect. Um, next episode, I don't know what uh the plan is really. Uh, we might have Eddie Queller come on. He hit me up that he'd be down. Yes. Or we might do some sort of other uh, just me and Austin bullshitting about whatever. Uh, we're kind of just trying to keep it pretty open ended. So uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks uh, anybody that's still listening at this point. And uh, just go ride your bike, hang out with your friends, drink Four loco. Yes, yeah, shred biscuits forever. <laughs> shred biscuits Don't forever. Don't drink Four loco. Don't drink, drink Four loco. loco. Yeah, but do. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Danny. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you.